And welcome back to the breakup dress. We hope you had a lovely week. How are you, Megan? I'm good. I'm pretty tired, I won't lie. It's just been a lot. Um, so I've definitely felt the kind of little bit of rundown this week, but um, yeah, it's just, yeah. I've been kind of having a few relaxing, more lazy evenings just to kind of try and catch up with everything. So yeah, I think it's just a few more nights of rest and I'll be fine. But um, you have a voice back. Yeah, <laughs> I have my voice back. I was at my one of my best friend's weddings at the weekend and uh, stayed for the day too. And basically my voice is only coming back to normal. And today is what, Thursday? <laughs> And yeah, it looks lovely. It's so straight. Yeah, yeah, I straightened it today. It's actually gotten quite long recently. Yeah, it does. So, it looks yeah. pretty long. Yeah, so it's good. But um, yeah, it was just mad. You know when you go to weddings and you haven't seen people in a long time yeah. and you're just reminded of like childhood memories and you're like, oh my God, like the amount of stuff that me and Mark, the trouble we used to get into. I remember we went to Thailand when we were like 20 and the situations we went with two backpacks like feck all money and we were just like okay we're gonna just have the crack we went volunteering for a few weeks so we didn't have to spend much money when we were volunteering and then we went around to Kopipi well the two of us I don't know how we came out alive <laughs> I don't know how between like cliff jumping off cliffs that were definitely unsafe and I really hurt myself doing that and then uh, like I ended up in hospital with burns on my feet I was brought oh, to the hospital by a time man in a wheelbarrow but we just had a laugh because all these things happened to me and Mark was adamant that he wasn't going to spend money, right? And he says to me, oh, you're silly going to the hospital and spending money. And like over yeah. there, it was only 20 euro to get a wound. Like I had to get it dressed because I had burns on my feet from fire limbo. I don't know how it happened. I was 20. But anyway, it <laughs> happened. And when we were over there, he, when we swam over to that beach, he slit his foot on a rock. And I looked at the coat and I was like, Mark, you need to get that dressed. That's really deep. And he was like, no, it'll be grand. You know, the typical Irish answer, I'll oh, put a plaster no. on it. It'll be fine. So anyway, he didn't get it. He just put a plaster around it. That was grand. Then there was another day we were staying in a hotel together and there was bottled water with the room. And I was like, do not drink that because you don't know how it was washed or if it was cleaned. And he was like, well, I'm not going to buy it in the shop. <laughs> so and what, was a bottle of water over there probably like, what, five cents? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, let him away with it. And then when I was over there, you know, I'm quite sallow and tan. So by the end of the holiday, yeah. I had like oil that I was using. And he is not as dark as me. But his graduation was after we came back from Thailand. So he insisted that he was going to look really good for his graduation photos. I was like, don't do it. Put on my oil. He couldn't move for a week. He was in a rocking chair in front of a fan watching Thai TV for a week. Anyway, all a story short after that, um, he got home to the graduation. He was severely sunburnt. He developed herpes all over his mouth. <gasps> and the cut that he didn't get stitches in, this weird kind of bot fly went into the cut, laid eggs, and then when the wound had healed, it burst open the wound and all of this babies came out of the wound. <laughs> Oh, so moral no. of the story if you're going to Thailand and you get injured spend the money or just get yeah spend money on things yeah exactly get insurance so. before you go oh my god yeah, Jesus so. yeah I know I love those kind of moments you just relive and all the crack with people I am um, but yeah, we relived it over that. the weekend it was so funny like you know you forget about things like that and you're like oh my god we were absolutely wild but anyway I know yeah, no, I've had a fun time. I had a great time at Riverfest. Um, did the Great Liverpool Run again. Uh, just been working loads, as per usual. But next week, I'm off to Mallorca hiking. So I'm so excited for that because I just, I really, at the stage where I really need a break. I've had a lot going on. I do you know what? I've had yeah. a kind of like, 
not to get too deep but like I've had a kind of lot going on kind of mentally as well so I just I need a break from a lot of things right now and I just need to kind of have no work situation I like not that I'll take a break from social media because I'll be showing I want to show people what the trip but like I think my plan is to kind of basically have the phone in airplane mode majority of the time and just pop on yeah. when I'm in a hotel or something because I everything's like fried right now and like there's just I feel like there's a lot of demand on me at the moment for a lot of things so I'm just like feeling very pulled in every direction so I'm just going to yeah. use time to chill and then obviously I've just told you before we're done that I've been to the hospital because I my meant to have my colposcopy clinic appointment so mm. book your smears ladies book your yeah. bloody smears and keep on top of them I did I do and I, I did but um yeah I just have to go back for another treatment and then well not full treatment yet but you know yourself it's the kind of at that weird phase yeah. where you're kind of don't know if you need treatment or not so I'm kind of just going yeah. through that at the moment and it's just like it's scary <sighs> yeah it's not nice to go through I've went through the same before where I got all these weird results and you're like what the hell and you know it, yeah. you just don't know what's going on with your body and you're like okay like you know it's just so important every year make sure you go get checked follow up you know it's so important but look you'll I, be absolutely yeah. fine Meg yeah, I think as well the thing with this, I guess smears and, and and that area is like you don't feel any symptoms. You know, you don't, like you usually just no. wouldn't know. Like you're with other like if you've it's I don't a silent know, killer. kidney infections. Yeah, like you don't know about it. So mm-hmm. like just do keep it off. That would be my main tip. But anyways, we should go on to more fun and glitzy things. Like um, I was dying to have a chat with you about this. So I was like, I'd wait till we were on the pod. Um, Met Gala. I mean, it, it's always it is. It must be like one. Of the, it is it's kind of the biggest night in fashion, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they say. Did you like what you've seen this year? Tell me what your favourite look was. Like, I think a lot of people really nailed the theme of Karl Lagerfeld, which I think, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, that was it. Like, there were a lot of pearls. There was a lot of Chanel symbols. There was a lot of chain kind of belts. There was a lot of nudity, I thought, or like, not nudity, but like, you know, a lot of real daring outfits, I have to yeah. say. But as always, I think she always blows it for me. It's Kendall Jenner. I just... I was just looking at her and that kind of black bodysuit with the long sleeves and her body is like you could put anything on her body but I just mm. like she just wowed she wows for me all the time but what I was really impressed by was the amount of vintage rewears like classic yeah. 90s stuff I just was saying I loved that I was like yes I was like this is what we want to see being more sustainable but also nailing the theme because you're wearing stuff that you know we've seen before and it's just good but also I have to say just shows again how when people buy something expensive that's designer um, how it lasts the test of time because as I said a lot of these dresses were from the 90s and they still look as incredible as they did in the first day they were worn yeah no definitely I think the biggest uh, nostalgia moment for me was seeing the Nicola or Nicole Kidman dress you know the Chanel yeah. one from the 2004 ad do you remember that ad was on TV all the time she just was so so glamorous in it now the only thing I'll say is those hideous black shoes she wore it with I was that was the you know because it was beautiful it was such a lovely dress but the black shoes just took away from it so much I think actually that's the same with yeah. Kendall Jenner's outfit I thought the um, yeah. the black shoes but one that stood out for me was what Dua Lipa wore now I thought like it was <gasps> Love very it. Yeah, yeah but like I thought it was um, it was like you know it was lovely but it was worn it's a Chanel dress that was worn in 1992 by Claudia Schiffer now Claudia Schiffer to me like, I remember growing up watching her being like oh my god she is fantastical and uh, I just thought Dua Lipa looked so cute and she just like looked like a really yeah. cute little girl yeah because she kind of has that little bit more of an edge I suppose and the dress is so classic so it was nice how she brought it together um, yeah because Dua Lipa usually goes a little bit more risque but this was really just pretty yeah. girl 
Yeah, for sure. I think my favourite look out of all of them was Olivia Wilde. Did you see her dress? Yes, but didn't someone wear something in the same colour? No, yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah. It was a Chloe dress, but I loved hers. It was just, oh, I just absolutely loved it. It was like a white cut out in the middle gown. And it had this like big gold plate down the front. Oh, it was stunning. I think it would have been nicer if she wore her hair up, but she's just, she's amazing. I, I love her style anyway. Actually, speaking of Mechala, did you see Sam Barry? Oh, yes. Oh my yes. God, she is, she is, she is banging. She she's is absolutely class. banging. She yeah, is she slaying class. it. Oh my God. Yeah. She is representing yeah. the Irish over in America. Like she, she is just really killing is. it. I love seeing her, but yeah. like she looked fantastic. As did Barry Keoghan. I think he was in Burberry. It was like blue and black theme. <laughs> did you see, see that, that Waterford Whispers thing of Barry Keoghan? No, what did he say? That all, all the boys are going to want to, this is their confirmation suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, play, oh, Waterford Whispers nailed it every time. Um, yeah. So true yeah, though. No, just, did you, did you see Jared Leto was a big fluffy cat? Yeah, but you know that who that is? Yeah, that's his cat. That was um, Carl Lagerfeld's cat. Yeah, but you know when he died, he left his entire estate to this cat. I didn't know that. No, the cat lives no. in the house, and like the cat. Yeah, and apparently the cat, all his maids and butlers and all his staff are now the cat staff. So I don't know what happens when the cat dies. It's probably going. It's probably written that's going to be left to some like fashion house or kind of a museum. But the cat, that's the cat's house now. That's what the cat. It all belongs to the cat. Oh, God, I had no idea. That's absolute mental. I know. That's Kim K. Mental. Kim K was over in Paris there recently with the cat, hanging out with the cat in Carol's house, getting inspo for the Met Gala. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> but she has access. Kim Kardashian. I don't know people like if out about her. That woman has access to everything in the fashion world. Like she's at every big major fashion event, and she's in with all the fashion houses. Yeah, that's mad. That's sorry, Actually, that's so funny. <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, you can see, you can hear the raspiness in my voice, the kind of like sexy undertone. Yeah, yeah it's still there. It looks sounds good. It's so fun. You know, when you ha- your voice changes, the last few days I've gotten used to my new husky voice. <laughs> now I'm <laughs> this voice. Sorry, you're going go to, yeah. to listen back to the pod now. Love it. Actually, speaking of Dua Lipa and speaking of fashion houses, um, she has gone on, uh, uh, gone on. She is doing a collaboration with um, Donatella Versace. So they just announced it. Actually, I just saw it earlier when I was sitting in the, ho- the hotel <laughs> hospital. Um, um, where is it now? Find the difference Dua Lipa. between a hotel and hospital. Meg. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I was sitting around for a long time. Do uh, why can't I type? Do a uh, Lipa, um, and it's gonna be. I think it's like a, no, it's Versace Italian. Yeah, it is. I won't say it's probably an Italian French name. Uh, yeah. News that we're oh, to announce the La Vacanza women's collection, which they've co-designed together, showcasing the collection on the twenty third of May in Cannes, France. Can't wait to show you Versace La Vacanza. Oh, lovely. So actually, when you said Versace, you just reminded me. Did you see Anne Hathaway's dress? That's another one I loved. Oh, was she in Versace. Yeah, she did the whole like safety pin type of look that Liz Hurley did back in like 95. Oh my God, they really were like chasing up the 90s. Yeah. Like It was class. I wonder if they have, obviously maybe they have like a, like I, I assume they all have their own personal stylist, but like, is this like a big project? They have to go like research like all the archives and bring it all together and create this massive story, you know? And I was wondering too, does Anna Wintour get the final say on their looks? Because like it's her show, isn't it? Effectively. I, I doubt it, would she? Because like some people have, you know, 
not wore such cool things over time. <laughs> yeah, true. I know. It must be a huge fashion house knowing that every... I suppose like it's like what Ashley told us last week in the podcast. Great feedback, by the way. Absolutely loved her on it. Um, but yeah. we, she mentioned about her outfit, the hat that she has from... That is the thing that the design houses do in France when you turn 20... Was it 25 or 27? Five, wasn't it? 25, it yeah. 25, she said, yeah. So I think the Met Gala is kind of like that for fashion houses. It's like their big event of the year where they can get really creative on one theme. So I think this yeah. year, yeah, everyone... The theme was very... Carlyle for Chanel, you know, classic. Yeah, it was very 90s. monochrome, black and white, kind yeah. of glitzy. Uh, Maud Apatow as well looked looked incredible. Yeah, no, it was classic. Yeah. It's just like the most... Yeah. I often wonder what goes on behind the closed doors because I feel like for me, the Met Gala is just that carpet and stairs because <laughs> that's kind of what we all see. There's that bathroom as well that they all take the selfie from, isn't it? Oh yeah, the famous selfie. Yeah. But like what actually, I know because apparently Julie hosted this year and I was like, what's she host? I was like, what What goes on behind, the, like does it, we never get to see what goes on behind closed doors. We just get to see photos from it so we know that they all hang out. But like a lot, sometimes like, like I know with Kim K that time and the Marilyn Monroe dress last year, like I think she pretty much, as soon as she, she only put that on outside the venue because it was so precious. And I think she took it off as soon as she got in. Like she literally only wore it for the carpet. Yeah, it's mad. I don't know. I wouldn't have a clue. I just thought it was so. funny when she wore her dress this year with all the beads on it. It shot back to her like shoot with Playboy. Oh. When was it? 2007. And Chris Jenner. And she's saying, awesome. you're doing great, honey. You're doing great. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Now, if you listen to News Talk Radio, you may have heard me during the week um, speaking about sustainable fashion. I got a call... Um, um, just being like hey Megan would you come on and talk about secondhand shopping and I was like yeah cool why I was like yeah like I kind of was like what's going on so this actually was released during the week as well that um, half of Irish consumers are buying more secondhand products today than five years ago and it was research carried out by Swappy and Cantor and uh, just saying basically that uh, we are getting better at secondhand purchases and um, furniture and clothing is, is the big one so I think that's really good to see and it's like great to see that there's finally been a bit of change happening Um but I know we mentioned last week that we're going to do something on fast furniture and I think you know that's when people now are starting to realise that furniture as well is something like you want to start going getting vintage and quirky pieces mm-hmm. and um, yes the research as I said was carried out by, by them because now Swappy is the one where you they get you to basically buy refurbished or second hand phones which again like don't get me like I love my, my iPhone and my iPhone is my, my everything it's my work it's my personal but like they are causing huge issues to the environment as well phones and like buying new phones all the time but like it's just annoying because they don't make phones to last anymore um yeah. but yeah so i just thought that was a really really re- can you speak really interesting facts i thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about it because it just shows that maybe people are finally starting to kind of wise up to what's going on yeah i think it's also that element of you know i suppose if you go to a party now it's nearly not i don't know it's nearly like you're kind of afraid to say oh yeah i just got this in zara or I just got this in, you know, pennies. Now, yeah. not all people, but I do notice it. Or maybe it's just because they know it's me and they're afraid to say it. But I notice so many people are just like, it's like a naughty thing you did. It's like, oh, yeah, I just got it here. So I think people's just awareness has absolutely like skyrocketed, which is incredible and so, so great. Yeah, and the point I was making, I was on News Talk Breakfast and I was talking to Kira Kelly was that like, you know, for me, it's all about uniqueness and having something different and not constantly looking the same as everyone else and like you know some of my mm. favorite pieces i've picked up are like really really old and like you know proper vintage and uh, just different and i think that's what's the you that's what the, is the good thing about it it's like um knowing that you have 
something that nobody else does and like even there today like I was looking yeah. at my wardrobe I was like right I'm ready to do a big clear out now again and give my some of my stuff to the charity shop and you know I always put up on social media when I let, pe- let people know they drop it in because you know stuff I drop in would mm-hmm. still be in good quality but I think it's yeah. important that like you know we kind of do wise up to it and start you know giving back to charities and like if you're someone that kind of needs to have kind of new stuff all the time or you kind of feel like you can't wear the same thing more I don't know you know you can only, like there is people out there who don't don't feel comfortable wearing the same thing more than a few times if that's the case yeah. go into charity shops and get new get yourself new old clothes and do like mm. bring in stuff that you're sick of wearing and, and do like almost like a an ongoing trade so that way you're donating mm. to charity which is one good thing you're doing and then you're buying back from the charity so you're kind of creating a, almost like circular fashion within like for yourself and then if you want yeah. you could switch up your wardrobe every week if you wanted to by just creating that kind of circular fashion I think in like a in a more like personal way absolutely I think you're dead right and bringing it back to our first guest Fanuna Jay when she was on and she put that restriction on herself I think she's doing it again now but to originally only you know not shop fast fashion for a year and like I've I essentially do that like I don't shop fast fashion at all now and there are times don't get me wrong where you're like oh my god like I really need something but it's funny when you limit yourself to not being able to do that it's amazing how you put stuff together from charity yeah. shops or all the things you have and I've managed and like I've made outfits look really cool and it just shows that you think you need these things but you actually don't no absolutely not and like if we so like another thing too like I say as well a lot of people say oh they want brand new clothes like you I said mm. this before on, on the podcast like the amount of brand new clothes we get into the charity shop at home with labels mm-hmm. still on them clearly bought online and just maybe didn't fit or didn't look right which you know a lot of times they don't look like what they show what the picture says but like you know <laughs> and I think then if you do buy something on, online from fast fashion um, and you don't like it donate straight away to charity shop because then you know there might be someone out there that thinks you know what oh I'll get myself something brand new but actually guess what it's from a charity shop and like that's kind of ni- like a way to do it as well like but just just try yeah what Fanula Jay did and I think maybe even just give yourself like instead of doing maybe a year because that is probably hard for some people if you're, if you're big into it give yourself like maybe start with a month say I'm doing a month because you'd be surprised people out there shop every month say look I'm going to do a month and after that month say I'm going to do one more month and then maybe after that say do you know what, I'm going to do one more month and then you know start doing it small and build it up like and then see can you step away yeah. from it in that sense and you had brought up something I think we were talking during the week and I forgot it th- until there about how when we were younger we were so good at well we still are now me and you and I but you know I, I think people in general were so good at swapping clothes you know when you were going yeah. to discos or you were going to mm-hmm. a Debs or you know there was no I don't know there was no stigma really then I don't think but maybe more so now there is but like I don't you know that's what swap shops are for and you know yeah I think yeah, that, that's little, becoming a bigger thing my little cousins are all their kind of disco era now and they all swap dresses now mm. granted they might get them on a line in a fast fashion place first but they are great for swapping because particularly that age they you do not want to be seen in the same thing more than once so they definitely do a lot more they do a lot more swapping and sharing around and they're great for that as well and like yeah like I think it's no harm just getting into that as you said swap shops I think they need to become more more common around Ireland yeah. like having having little swap shops and I think there needs to be something there or some kind of a system where as I said you're giving back and getting back because effectively so that's what you want at the end of the day you want something different yeah well actually just speaking of that I came across um, Change Clothes Crumlin I don't know if you've heard of them 
No, um, I but I just came across their Instagram and like they're kind of doing what we were talking about like um, it's a clothing reuse hub in Dublin and they're basically a social uh, community space for like swapping upcycling mending and learning so like it's a non-profit um, and you know really they just want to bring the community together um, which I just think is amazing and that's a great idea yeah yeah it's really really good because it's you know it's bringing everyone together but like they're also mending their clothes they're also getting to chat to other people in the area they're getting more from this you know i, I suppose apart from maybe getting clothes they're actually getting to know people in the locality and you know be crafty i definitely think the mending thing is something that or even just as you like something even like the most basic of upcycling or i don't know, being able to change yeah. something around i think is a good idea but um yeah yeah it's absolutely fascinating but I just want to kind of highlight again I know we've said this before in series one um, but I think it's always important about the the at, um, I said the word, Atacama Desert which is in Chile and like it's just so mad to think that 59,000 tonnes of clothing arrive each year and are basically just dumped in the desert because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's so much waste in the world and they're just left there because there's nothing like they've nowhere else to put it so yeah. like it's a massive problem because they're non-biodegradable they have chemical products in them and they've just been dumped into the desert, which, like, surely, like, like we should be protecting these areas. And just because they're not inhabited by humans doesn't mean mean that we should just decide to throw our our crap on them. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's just happening. And I think it's it's just so scary that like what's going on um, there and those places that like our wasty clothes and our cheap crappy clothes that are like we yeah. think are rubbish are actually getting just dumped in a landfill. But see, that's the world. thing. It's it's not our fault. Again, we don't know where the stuff is going. Like, we ultimately don't determine if that goes there. Like, it comes down to, like, people and education and just, you know, how much you consume, I suppose. Because unless the system changes, that's not going to change. Like, it needs to. But, like, hopefully it will someday. But it comes back to our episode as well about the poor people in Africa that actually pay for the clothes that we willingly give away. Like, mad. It's just... Yeah, it's just been so scary. But I just thought, anyways, mm-hmm. at least though that kind of that stat that came out during the week or that research from um, Swappy kind of gave a little bit of a, a little, gave us a little bit of a lift to know that you know people are starting to you know there is a kind of a movement really starting to trickle away. You mentioned like Fanula J there who's on the podcast. She's done some great. She's does some great work and she's good on follow. And even like when we were talking to Paul from Duo on his shop, like he is. Yeah really leading the way in sustainability um actually last week like she's definitely mm-hmm. quality over quantity and she's i just would oh my god it's like just imagine just having a little route through her wardrobe oh my god it would I just know, be class but like all her pictures on instagram every outfit is just perfect <laughs> oh my god like she i love that she yeah she's got like such a good eye for what she wants and what she wears yeah. and i just like um i'm trying to get better at that as well actually i have to say my one thing that i don't go secondhand on is because i have before and i've it's been a disaster is footwear because you know your your foot shape is different to my foot shape and vice versa and yeah. like I find I have gone I have bought I bought shoes like secondhand online I bought like gotten them in charity shops and they're just never the same for me um but uh we mentioned <coughs> her last week but my my Nikki Hoyne heels arrived <gasps> did you get the pink ones yeah I did. You were one of the lucky few that got yeah, them in the draw. I was. I am. Oh my god, the box arrived. <laughs> uh, they are. They are doughty. They are so cute and they're lovely and soft. And because I kind of yeah. put them on, because you know, like that. I am kind of. 
I don't usually buy shoes online because I prefer to try them on just because I have a funny f- shaped foot and I've, I'm quite size 7 and my you know what my toes are like so I really have to try Gorgeous. my shoes <laughs> anyone with the foot fetish, fetish you need to message Megan <laughs> hit me up so I can buy, buy more of Nikki's shoes um, <laughs> the yeah they are they fit literally they are my size they are size 7 they're true to size they're perfect fit I already planned to bring them to Mallorca with me for like we're going to do like a night out and I was like I'm bring, bring them because they're like they're so cute oh my so, god be um, careful they're so pretty I know I'll, I'll suede spray them before I go but um, yeah I just was like they, fi- they arrived and I finally got them because they were sold out but um, yeah I'm kind of I think I was inspired by Ashley talking about the way she like is so good for kind of just picking up pieces like that so mm-hmm. yeah I so said that's where my if I ever pick up a new piece it's going to be from like the likes of like you or like design, Irish designers that's yeah. the only people I want to I want to the only people I really want to buy new stuff from if I can I'd love to be at that point in my life where my wardrobe is Irish designers well actually just on the point there that you say it, I'm actually going to bring my business in it but um, I told you that I'm kind of working in a different way and I'm dropping new pieces soon yeah. well, I'll reveal more as time goes on <laughs> but the way that I'm working is quite interesting now so like everything's going to be very very limited and like there's pieces down the line that I've gotten that have literally been from like an old like a mansion that someone else sold and they got all the stuff custom made and they're like you know curtains and bedspreads that have been custom made like a few decades ago amazing you know that I might have only one huge blanket so maybe I can only make four jackets from it and come here are you enjoying this way now of working yeah it's taken that's why like I'm a little bit behind what I'm supposed to be doing because it's definitely different trying to just figure it out but you know why I'm going to enjoy it more is because it's more creative and what I have to like it's not like I get to go and choose everything like but the way I'm going to be working now is what's presented to me I'm going to make work um so it's being sustainable it's using fabrics that otherwise would probably go to landfill um and it's more limited and then if someone buys a piece from me they might be like wow there's only what five six of these in the world and they're never going to be made like that ever again yeah so. and i think that's the message you really need to hammer at home yeah but funny enough yeah. uh, sneaky enough you didn't share much from the wedding because i was having a look while you were there because i know you yeah. said you wore one of your own pieces so i was trying to get yeah. up but very crafty now photos you put up yeah i know i didn't put up any on my design page but i just yeah needed something to wear and actually you know how minimal i am i don't have many clothes in my wardrobe so i was like okay i'll wear my new piece and it got a great response and it's like my purple linen suit actually it's up there with that in design okay. I think I'm really happy with this did you see that did I show you it no no I was literally trying to zoom in on photos that people were tagging you in did I see but it was on the stories <laughs> I couldn't zoom I was trying to get but it yeah. I do love the shade I love the colour because that's like yeah. that I loved the mm. colour and I saw it so I was like oh and yeah. I, I said I couldn't get a good look at it but no I did so. love what I saw it's going to be like my statement piece, the new purple suit, except in a different colour and a different cut. <laughs> Class. No, I think that's, yeah, it's always, it's yeah. always nice to have that kind of thing that becomes your thing. Yeah, I think so. And like for me, I just think, I don't know, it's something about putting on a suit, especially one that's like uniquely cut or tailored mm. to your body. Like you feel so powerful. Yeah, it's, like class. it's, it's You know, it does make you feel that way. But I love the way there you mentioned how you're so minimal in your wardrobe. Like Sharon was down in Limerick one night and... She was meeting some of my my friends that she hadn't met before, and obviously, you know, the com- we start the conversation. It's like Sharon's the fashion designer, and they're like, "Oh, you you wearing your own stuff?" And she's all, and I'm literally looking at her going, "No," because she rarely wears her own stuff when we're out. And I was like, "You are your own walking advertisement, so you need to start advertising yeah. your stuff more." But you know why I think it is? It's because a lot of the time, if we end, and especially sometimes if we go out casually, like it might be a pint in the old man's pub in Limerick. 
Yeah. And, you know, I'm just, I know, sorry, but like, you know, that's what we love to do. You, you know, like, you, you know, people might think we go to a fancy place. We don't. <laughs> We're going to have Chris and a Guinness in the pub. But like, I think fries, my stuff, fries. yeah, the way I describe my stuff is like, it's, it's definitely unique and it's wearable, but it's also, you know, kind of for some kind of event like you can definitely dress some of the pieces up and down but like with some of my pieces now I wouldn't be walking into wherever you brought me <laughs> yeah true no I, I, I don't know I think that, ju- that jungle skirt at a bar stool would look lovely oh gorge yeah yeah all the old <laughs> men would love it <laughs> okay so with the memories piece actually and of course we've been at the wedding I got loads of memories and my friend and his partner, they just have such a funny, they actually said a speech and I just laughed. So I was like, okay, I need to use this as a memory because I thought it was so funny. He's going to absolutely kill me because I've roasted him on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. But um, he was saying it was so funny because they went on their first date, right? And obviously, I don't know if they met on an app or I assume so if they were just meeting for a first date. But my friend is a vet and he was called out because a cow was calving. Oh, and he brought God. him on the date. He did not. He did. So he delivered the cow, you know. The, and he literally afterwards, they were like, went for a burger to get a burger to eat, right? And anyway, Alex was looking at him horrified and was like, what the hell? Mark hadn't washed his hands. <laughs> he was eating the, the I... burger in his overalls. In his overalls with the burger in his hand. And then Mark was like, that's how I knew it was true love because he still wanted to see me after that. <laughs> I well, if that's not like a serial killer. (laughs) But also, there's a hygiene issue there. I I was like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. But I was like, also, that's true love. (laughs) Oh Jesus! Oh, I have some funny true love stories, but they will not be repeated on this podcast. But you think I I have this theory, and I think so because I know if this has happened to couples sometimes when something really embarrassing or like kind of gross happens. Like with you know, obviously not intentionally. Like they really feel more comfortable around you or something. That I've heard of that happen to loads of people. They're like, I can't believe they want to see me again. But it's almost like they opened that door of like, okay, well I've seen you at your worst, so I may as well see you again. <laughs> yeah, do you know? I think sometimes when you have something happen at the start, that's kind of either rough or emotional yeah. or I don't know. That's not the norm. It, t- it kind of does put you in a position where you're like, um, shit or get off the pot as well. It also kind of like yeah. makes you realize, oh, I actually kind of like this person or I kind of don't. And I feel like right now I have so many things I could say, but I'm just really trying to keep them to myself because um, I'm going to have a chat with you after this privately. Um, okay. But yeah. All the tea. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just really, it's a hard one because you're kind of going, yeah, I'm, I like, yeah, so, but you know, like, do you ever... Like, do you ever have a dodgy stomach around someone? Yes. <laughs> or like, the first time you vomit in front of someone and you're going, well, here we are. Yeah. And if they like offer. Yeah. Or one time I was with Nick's and we were in, where were we? We were in France, I think, or somewhere. And we were at a rugby match and we went on the lash afterwards, went on the beers and it just kind of got a little out of hand. And I got, I, like, I, sometimes I think certain beers I can't really drink. Anyways, resulted in me hugging the toilet bowl and he just sat back and watched and sent Snapchats yeah. to the lads. Oh, no. Yeah. Not the Snapchats. Like, watching is fine. Not the Snapchats. Are you serious? 
He didn't bother at all though. I was like mortified then. I was like, oh my God. He just thought it was hilarious. Oh, I'd lose the rag. <laughs> the same guy did wet the bed one time when we were after a night out. So, I mean. Okay, well at least you had I stayed with him after that. Yeah, yeah, true. So you both like loved each other's. Yeah. I think sometimes though, if you can be, <laughs> I think though, if you can be, yeah, because I think that's the whole point of that's how you know you're kind of good with someone is if you can be a bit like rotten in front of each other and yeah, you don't care. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, especially if you date in college. Like, if you were in college, oh. and like, that happened all the time. And you know, like, you were just, you know, well, that's how you were living your college experience, I suppose. Also, in Not college, all the time. nobody, in college, nobody washed their sheets. Like, ah, they did. Well, actually, mm, no, now that you say that, I definitely mm, knew a few people that didn't. Mm, mm, I definitely mm, yeah. knew a few rooms you'd walk into. And the I knew one guy that didn't have sheets at all for the oh, whole but, year. Uh, <laughs> I don't know now I just think there were some lads in college and I swear to God you'd open the door and the sheet would get up to meet you it was like <laughs> like come on now I have to say I probably wouldn't have cleaned mine only for every swaffin man would send me down my new ones fresh ones she goes go on down bring up the go down change them as soon as you down and bring up the other ones so that's what I so I was on a good rotation with her I'd say I won't lie now if my mother was doing it for me I probably wouldn't have known when to do it <laughs> I can I just but I can I just say now as I sit here I was delayed getting on this podcast because I was pulling out my sheets from my wash machine and I'm sitting at them there so I'm going to be hanging them up next so just to clarify what? I do know now how to clean my sheets. Your mom doesn't still do that now. <laughs> I stopped doing that actually there recently enough because I was kind of going to stage like you're in your thirties now should you really be bringing your dirty washing home and then I kind of thought you have a washing machine here maybe start yeah. doing it yourself. So I, yeah. I, can, I can safely say now that I wash my own clothes. No, I, I bring home my hand wash clothes, but I wash everything else. But that's great. At least that's your choice because your mum would definitely happily do them if you oh, landed she... up to the house with them. <laughs> she doesn't care at all if I do that. So much so, when I went out with the guy, he was like, stop bringing your stuff, like, you're, wash yourself yourself. Your mum can't keep doing your washing for you. And then I remember one time being in my room, like, on Friday evening and packing up my washing bag and stuff. Next time I turned around and there he was putting his clothes into my washing bag. And I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, oh my God, sure she's washing yours. She might as well wash mine. <laughs> Cheeky oak. Shout out Polly. Also, yeah. can I just give a special mention to my um, cousins in America? Um, I just want to say hello to all the Corbett's. The, they're home during the week there recently. And they are, um, they listen to the podcast. So thank you. Hello, thanks for listening. And I can say, I can probably safely say now that they were probably part of the cousins. This is a big thing back then was the American cousins would send clothes home to the Irish cousins. So they definitely would have been sending parcels home to our Drahan back in the day. And that, that used to be huge. Thing. Apparently the parcels would come and there was huge excitement those days. But that's, that's what was done when I was a kid as well. Like our cousins um, and lived over in Brighton and they used to send us, because they were a bit older, they used to send us boxes of clothes back. And like it was like such excitement because obviously back then, like especially if you lived in rural Ireland and they were over, you know, in the UK, like the clothes were cooler and they were so different. And oh, I, I loved when that happened. It was the best, best time. But should you remember when like when you couldn't get Abercrombie in Ireland, it was great because someone would go or someone either the American cousins would send home some Abercrombie or else if you got knew someone going over, you'd be like giving them dollars to get you like a, a jumper. Yeah. It yeah, was like the biggest mad, thing ever. That's why I kind of don't like about the fact that you can buy clothes now from anywhere in the world. Like I wish there was still kind of that uniqueness where you kind of could have to go but somewhere. But do you think it. that's maybe that's the way things are changing? I think it is for sure. Things going back like, to that way. Yeah, I think so. I think like definitely smaller brands. Like it's definitely tough right now. But I think 
I don't know, I just see that in the future. I definitely see like more localized brands and you know, more pop-ups here and yeah, I think so. I hope so. I think that's yeah. the way people actually want to buy. It just comes down to the affordability and yeah, I suppose, you know, actually the desire to have something that's a little bit more unique and crafted here. Yeah, no, I think that is, I think it's true. And I think on that note, I think the, you know, the great final today that more people are buying secondhand, swap shops I think we need to start looking into and buying like literally yeah. off yourself and buying unique pieces off local Irish designers or wherever you're listening in from local, the smaller ones, they might cost more, but it's more craftsmanship that goes into it. And then it's, as you said, your new collection is going to be so unique that. Yeah, it's so limited. But I'm going to be sad then because if people might be like, yeah, oh my God, I really want that again. I'll be like, well, I'll never get that fabric again. <laughs> but no, yeah. it's cool. No, yeah, that's well, so. that's coming in. Got to be in first in mm. gets it. Um, uh, I love yeah. this. I'm actually intrigued by this collection because I've literally not seen a, a, a nothing of it. I've seen, I've seen a corner of a jacket from yeah. a picture of a wedding, a selfie in a wedding, and that's about it. It's yeah. It's it's you know it's it's my stuff, but it is kind of different. And there's like a trench coat in it that's a bit mad. Class, love it. Yeah, it's really cool. Like it's just very different. The pattern is insane. So excited. Oh, oh that's one. No, that's the one you did show me the sneak peek of. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that, that's. That, I feel like this collection is very much so my colors. Yeah, it's really colorful. It's very summery. Yeah, excited. Oh God, I'm so excited for summer. Um, yeah. as always, we should say we are on TikTok and Instagram, the breakup dress and TikTok, TikTok, did I say TikTok? <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> and of course, we have a guest for next week, so we're looking forward yeah. to that. I'll be off me Holly Bobs, so can't wait for that. Um, and yeah, can we just take a break? Obviously, the podcast won't be taking yeah. a break, but we I'll be taking a break from other things. Yeah, you need it. It'll be great. And then, sure, we have our holiday soon, so all, whoop, whoop. all systems go. But anyway, it was great. We'll talk to you next.